HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. It's Let's Eat In on Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Kathy Arway. Um, and uh, Heritage Radio Network today is brought to you by Fairway Market, like no other market, fairwaymarket.com. And we're here at Roberta's, as usual, because that's where Heritage Radio ne- Network is based. Um, it's so funny. Uh, don't want your love. I don't know why. I, that's kind of a down downer of a song, isn't it? Yeah. It's not really like the... the Happiest well, well, love song of all time. Every door that closes is an opportunity for another door to open. <laughs> <laughs> so. There's a silver lining to every cloud. That is true. But it has my name in it. As as uh, last week's guest, Mark Bittman, noted, he was like, or a lot of people know it. They're like, hey, that's Kathy. I love that song. I'm like, yeah, I do too because it has my name. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, these guys. Um, I don't know if there's any songs about uh, Peter. Oh, there's got to be some. And Noah. Mine's just embarrassing. Oh, really? What's yours? It's about Noah's Ark. Oh, no, Noah. Wait. I don't remember how it goes. How go? Noah, row your boat ashore. There's that, too. <laughs> there you go. So, okay, we have... <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm trying, now I'm thinking. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Noah uh, Berland is here today. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. Um, he is a fabulous uh, cook, uh, collaborator in the kitchen of all sorts of foods, dishes. Lately, he's been on quite a bit of a croissant kick and all sorts of breads. Um, and uh, he's just a terrific um, food foodie, I guess. Is that okay to call you that? I don't know. Labels, no matter what, aren't the nicest thing, I think, sometimes, but... Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I won't complain. He's turning out to be quite a good jerk, too. (laughs) (laughs) Not as good of a jerk as you are. So the other jerk here is Peter Freeman, Petey. Um, Petey has had a really exciting couple weeks. Um, For the last year or so, I've kind of witnessed this from, you know, seeing the, the first stages of trying to get this old pharmacy in Carroll Gardens turned into a vibrant new pharmacy with an F, 
Brooklyn uh, Pharmacy and Soda Fountain um, has been PD's dream for a while. And lo and behold, it is now really Brooklyn Pharmacy and Soda Fountain. Yeah, it's Yay! on the windows. <laughs> it's all over the place <laughs> on Henry and Zackett. You got to see it. It's opening soon. Um, too much uh, fanfare. Uh, it looks beautiful. It's going to have old-fashioned, you know, soda fountain, uh, egg creams, which is Petey's specialty, and uh, milkshakes, really good, you know, quality uh, farm-fresh foods. You already got some local artisanal food stuff up there. Um, tell me a little bit more about egg creams, because this is something that I think bewilder. Either you, like, love it, or you're like, huh? <laughs> and I was kind of like, huh, at first. Well, you know, I uh, I grew up drinking egg creams. Uh, my my uh, pops is from the old country, um, which is Queens, <laughs> um, and uh, he would he native would native New Yorker, na- a native New Yorker, um, and we, we we drank a lot of egg creams growing up. It was it was uh, not even so much a big deal. They were just uh, every day in the refrigerator. There was seltzer syrup and milk, and and after dinner we'd have an egg cream, or he'd kind of say an egg cream a day would keep the doctor away. <laughs> um, of course, we I wish. <laughs> uh, so so it was this thing that I had had with my dad, and I just kind of felt like every kid had this this connection with egg creams, especially New Yorkers or. No, you're also a native New Yorker, Brooklyner. So this is something you grew up with. Yeah, I grew up drinking egg creams all the time. And you'd One, make it at home. Yeah, or? we used to buy you know jars of Foxes You Bet. We you used to be able to send in the cap to a jar of Foxes You Bet in like a dollar. What if somebody broke out a Hershey's chocolate syrup? That's not a real. Egg well, cream. well just, <laughs> just so you know, bro, uh, Foxes You Bet is made in Brooklyn. Yeah. And and it's the same family, the the Fox family. They they still own it and they still operate it and they still make the syrup. So. The idea is is that that if it's not from Brooklyn, like it's not a Brooklyn egg cream, um, you know. So so you can use other syrups, but but uh, you might get laughed off the block. <laughs> wow, you bet. All right, you bet. Yeah, right, it's a, it's a great response. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, but egg cream. So um, so so going back to what I was saying is that mm-hmm. that all of a sudden I was you know I moved to this neighborhood in Carroll Gardens and I met some kids and I was like, yo, you kids drink egg creams and they're like, what? And and uh, you don't know what an egg cream is, and 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 they didn't. And and the more kids I, I met that that just had didn't have this experience and didn't have this part of their their upbringing, I was shocked really. Um, and and then I started looking around, and and the old soda fountains, the old places you could go in and and, and get these kind of drinks, or, you know, things like a cherry lime ricky or an are egg all cream. in Norman Rockwell paintings. Exactly, they're all in paintings, and they're not in reality anymore. And 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 that whole cultural phenomenon of, of being able to go to a candy store and order something from a soda from fountain. A fountain. Well, yeah. is, Norman is Instead of a bottle of Coke or whatever. Well, Norman Rockwell's really when things started to move over, you know, yeah. iconic pictures with Coca-Cola bottles and things like that, I think. Right. And it's super efficient to having um, a, an actual soda fountain. I, I'm sure, you know, many places still do. It's just soda. And then you add the syrups for Coke or Pepsi or orange soda. Um, but you want to do that, but obviously not with high fructose corn syrup. With tell me a little bit more. I think. Well, we're all about traceable ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, what it comes down to is is the stuff you're putting into your body and the stuff you're giving to your kids or you're giving to your grandma, or your ma. You should know what's in it. Um, it's it's pretty simple. Uh, you know, when you when you pick up a bottle from from the store, there's so many preservatives and things that are put into it that, that are intended to let it sit on the shelf or travel long distances. 
um, it's, it's not necessarily fresh. So, so everything we're, we're trying to do over at the pharmacy is, is centered around traceable ingredients from the stuff we're selling on the shelves to the stuff we're serving in the fountain. You know, I, I take a lot of pride in being able to give the ingredient list to the person that's person and say, look at that. You know, tell me there's something on that you don't recognize. And, and they don't. I mean, they, there's, it's all there. And it's like, this is what you're, this is what you're getting. Uh, but, you know, it really comes down. And, and it's Kathy s- suggested we just went under this major renovation. And, and you know, all my gratitude in the world, uh, which is a reality TV show um, that came in and did it. And it was their final episode, this construction intervention. And they, they did this beautiful renovation. I mean, the, the space was beautiful to begin with. Um, but really, the most exciting thing for me is, is uh, having seltzer on tap. Because to, to, to make any of these fountain drinks, especially egg creams, you need cold seltzer. Um, and, and it needs to be bubbly almost to the point where it kind of burns the back of your throat. Uh, and without that, you're nothing. Um, and, and we put that together and it's, we're flowing cold New York filtered mm-hmm. tap water and it comes out as liquid, liquid gold. Yeah, who needs to? I mean, th- what else do you need, really? Seltzer I'm, I'm going to save myself twenty five bucks a week just, <laughs> yeah, just with my seltzer tap. And an egg cream is seltzer milk, and uh, and and foxes you bet. And foxes you bet. And yeah. the milk, I, I know you're partial to Hudson Valley Fresh. Absolutely. Is, yeah. Um, you know, there's there's a fellow that put together the collective, which is Hudson Valley Fresh. This Dr. Simon who. I mean, you speak to him for 15 minutes and, and, and you're frightened to get any other kind of milk because you, you, <laughs> you kind of find out what's going on and that, you know, a lot of dairies, you know, uh, gather stock from, from lots of different farms and, and they don't really have control of it. But at, at Hudson Valley Fresh, they only have seven farms contributing to their dairy and he has really good control over the quality of milk that comes into the dairy so that when it comes for pasteurizing and it comes for working with the milk to make it a consumer product, they, they, they don't have to mess with it all that much. I mean, you're really getting kind of the, the, the straight, the straight dope, uh, you know, when it comes to milk and, and you can taste the difference, you can see the difference. Um, it's, it's thick. It, it has a sweet taste. I mean, you can almost taste what the cows are eating and, uh, you know, one conversation and then, you know, just sampling different styles of milks. I was, I was totally sold. sold. Yeah. And it's really cool how you like know all these people too. Um, uh, I mean, not to like, to your, I guess I'll to your your horn, um, but you know when we were I'd serving like that, up, Kathy. yeah, when we were serving up milkshakes the other day, everyone was like, "Oh my god, that's the best milkshake ever!" And I'm like, you know what? It's milk, and it's this ice cream, and it's Adirondack ice cream, and it's your friends, you know, ice cream. You you just like know these people, and it's it's the best, you know. It's well, it's it's all it, you know. It's 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 a. I, I feel like uh, it's a story, and and everybody's has a part of the story. Um, and whether it's the milk guy or the ice cream guy or the kid that's at the counter, or, you know, or the jerk behind the, you know, the bar, it's, we're all part of the same why, story. Why did they get the name jerk? I mean, soda jerks. Soda jerk, because you're pulling the handle back? Oh, okay. I believe. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably the literal translation. So you have to jerk it back and forth. I was always wondering that, yeah. A, a good soda jerk is a little, it's quick, quick with a um, response, you know, can, they can be a little, uh, uh, antagonistic in in a very pleasant way but you know it, it, there's something that that goes along with being a jerk that's that's more than pulling a handle it's you you know you got to have a little bit of a little bit of snap 
little bit of snap, crackle, and pop to your... Keep yeah, because what other occupation do you do you call them by, like, a verb that's, you know, something they physically do? It doesn't... Yeah. It, it's got to be, you know, a little wink-wink <laughs> thing. Soda jerk. So, um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, so, I just forgot. Oh, yeah, we were talking the other day about kind of, like, this new food movement and where we think um, how, you know... Brooklyn Pharmacy ties into it and what's real about it and what's where it's going. And um you know where where it's going I mean hopefully is into our bellies. <laughs> but, um keeping it real. Keeping it real. You know but uh but but what's what's happening and and what I can see and 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 you know there's it's it's big and it's it's getting bigger every day. Um, is is there's these folks that have always been interested in food and always been been had a had a flair for cooking and they're kind of taking it to the next step in which they they have commercial kitchens or they're working with kitchens and they're creating products um, either based on their dreams or based on their training uh, or based on just their 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 desire to to um, make good food and enjoy uh, it and share it and enjoy yeah. it and share it and and. How it's developed is it's it's been a specialty product. You you go to places like the Brooklyn Flea, or you go to the different food fairs. You know, like the, the one in Fort Greene, and 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 you're getting these products on on a, almost on a um, uh, temporary basis. You know that that if you get out to that market, you can you can sample the stuff, you can buy it, and you can support these these uh, producers. Um, what the the Brooklyn Pharmacy is trying to do is is create an everyday marketplace for these types of things, um, because that is what's going to not only incubate the, the 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 new people coming up, but also sustain the people that are are taking that leap. Mm-hmm. Because as, as you know, that a lot of these folks that are, are are producing these things are also working other jobs. They're also you know that that they haven't reached that point yet where their food production and and this this labor of love is paying their rent. Mm-hmm. And as long as they're, they're stuck in that, they're, they're not going to be able to, to work to full capacity to really develop the, the, the product line that's going to su- sustain them. Um, so what the pharmacy is hoping to do is create that everyday market so that people can make that a, a conscious choice to, to buy these products all the time because they'll be in their neighborhoods, they'll be at their local stores. Um, you know, so, so my hope is that the, the Brooklyn Pharmacy can usher in the, uh, uh, the next wave of, you know, uh, always available products from, from these small vendors um, and, and provide them with the cash flow and provide them with the, the consistent income so that they can quit that other job, so they can focus solely on, on their product and solely on, on creating this, the, the, the food that they, they love so much and that we love. Um, and, and then they'll just grow from there and, and, and it'll be, you know, I use that word incubator. Um, you know, and I, I mean that in the sense that it's, it's a place for it to yeah. grow. And support, you know, each other. Um, but isn't it more expensive than going down to like the Met grocery down the street or, you know, and that, and that's, that's a, it's a, it's a good point. It's something that, that befuddles me. Um, because you know, in, in, in my eyes, I, I, things should be less expensive if they're made local, mm-hmm. um, because you're not you, you're not working with a distributor, you're not um, you're not transporting it thousands of miles, and 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 I I, I sometimes I'm, I get confused when I see you know uh, uh, certain products being shipped from great distances 
being almost half the price of stuff that are made, you know, uh, a little while, you know, a few blocks away. Um, so I'm hoping that that we can figure out a, a system in which, you know, things become affordable because, you know, I, I really, it, it, it scares me that, that because we've decided and we, we figured out that, that there's bad stuff in mass-produced foods and, and there's, there's stuff that you don't want to give your kids and you don't want to eat yourself. Um, so, so we have new stuff. We have this, this, these products that are made out of traceable ingredients, ma- made out of quality products. Um, but the cost is, 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 makes it harder to afford that. So it's, it's forcing people, even though they know that it's not, not the best option, to buy the less expensive thing. Um, and so it almost becomes it becomes almost like exclusive right. to those that have <clears throat> money. And, and I'd love to get to the point where, where and, and then I understand that, that when, when you're producing something at such a high level that there uh-huh. is cost associated with that. But if we could find some sort of middle ground where, where we're working with natural ingredients and at the same time creating price points that are affordable to to everyday people so so it doesn't so it's not exclusive so it's not it's not a a, a classist thing i think that's the goal and i could sense that was um you know the goal when whenever i um suggest a of like a local food maker you're like can they make me something that's less than five dollars i'm like i don't know <laughs> we'll see um but on that note of shopping uh Noah picked out a song i i don't know why anybody else didn't pick it before um, do you want to tell everyone what it is? Uh, it's The Clash, Lost in the Supermarket. Let's hear it. We'll be right back. <clears throat> Hello, we're back on Let's Eat In. I'm your host, Kathy Irway, and uh, today's show is brought to you by Fairway. 
Um, this is Heritage Radio Network. Thanks to Nat Wiener today in the control booth. Jack in the booth. Jack Inslee is not in today, but we thank him very much for being the producer. And thanks to Roberta. This is some kicking pizza. Yeah, you know, it's uh, <laughs> I slammed down an a ironic slice during way that song. to have a show based <laughs> around eating in. Um, and, you know, talking about food and cooking, which I really want to get into right now because you guys are my, my favorite people to cook with, really. I, I um, just, just real quick, I have a great story about Kathy. When I met Kathy, we had a goat roast at uh, the pharmacy. This was in the beginning stages with the, the greenhorns. And uh, we roasted goats out in the middle of the street on bicycle spits and had a marching band. And it was we, we kind of went, went country for the day. And... Uh, Kathy and I were cooking. We were making a, a dill yogurt sauce, and and uh, and she cut her finger on radishes. Yeah, it was a pretty good cut. I mean, um, and, and you know, she was like, "Just tape it up, tape it up. Put me back in the game, boss. Put me back in the game." You know, I always, I always feel like there's a, you know, in this, there's, there's two types of foodies, right? There's the kind that go out and buy things and enjoy the uh mm. you know enjoy what other people are doing they're the kind that say you know throw some duct tape on that cut and let me keep going so. <laughs> man that was a great day i mean that was a had, great day we had goats roasting on the sidewalk and a spit powered by a bicycle that was crazy that was, that and was, then we had to ch- carve it all up and put into sandwiches which that that was fun wow you should have been there no um <laughs> Yes, um, I, I just, cooking with people is like just one of the greatest um, pleasures in life and I, I can't, you know, live without it. And I wouldn't want to be like, I, I really, there's something about um, being in a restaurant and not getting to see the kitchen that is a little bit like, uh, gives you a, I don't know, <laughs> it just gives you a, like a weird feeling of, of uh Dis- or unsatisfaction. You guys get that? No, you like being sometimes. I mean, I mean, I gotta say, sometimes I don't want to see the kitchen because, <laughs> because you know, I mean, you know, it's uh, the proof's in the pudding. But uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's just the the concept of of you know, as traceable ingredients, seeing what's before your eyes, being able to understand what's what's in what's in the things you're eating. Uh, you know, because because really good food and 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 good product. There's there's no tricks. You know, there's nobody's totally. hiding anything up their sleeve. You know, you should be able to put it all on the table. And if you can't stomach it, then get you know, make your own food. Make your own food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I I totally agree. You know, if you can't stomach the sight of the the food in its raw state or whatever, like some people are really turned off by uh, in a. Chinese restaurants, there's often fish tanks in the back, you know, illuminated with neon or whatever. And people scoop out a fish every now and then next to somebody's, you know, seat at a table. And they're like, oh, my God. That well, fish. It's, it's a decent lesson. I mean, for, for, for kids, for anybody to go out and butcher your own animal or to go and, you know, uh, to go catch a fish and, you know, have to go through that whole process. I mean, I don't think, you know, that at a certain point, you don't have to do that for every piece of meat you eat. You know, you don't have to go out and, 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 and shoot it. Yeah. But to, to at but some point... At a restaurant, appreciating you're obviously there to appreciate food, and yeah. and to know where it comes from, just as right. much as seeing the lettuce, you know, seeing and you know, I did seeing the carcass of an animal. I mean, it's 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 about understanding where things are coming from and 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 the process that it takes to create them, um, and and that's in some ways we've been duped a little bit by by fast food places by by when they've 
processed it to the point that you don't even recognize it as a living animal or you know as as a you know something that that was grown and was was kind of isn't <laughs> yeah. but but it is i mean that's what's, what's scary <clears throat> yeah. is that actually oh, everything true. is living and everything we there are <laughs> we are going through the same process but it's so hidden from us and it's so processed that it, it becomes very hard to have any kind of control over it absolutely well um what do we like to cook now not to you know change gears completely but um what is something uh, I, I love, you know, going back to this question. If you're really trying to impress someone, it's probably not a goat on a spit. Um, just trying to have a really <laughs> visceral, uh, beautiful, sensual experience with food um, that is uh, just uh, romantic and attractive to serve or to watch or to just eat. What, what do you guys think is a really good meal? Noah. <laughs> I don't think you need to necessarily <clears throat> aim to impress or do anything like that. What what you're cooking or you make itself is going to communicate something, I guess. So you cook what you find interesting or what so somebody else So it's more about the performance like. you're saying? No, it's not okay. the performance. It's just the actual... You know who you're cooking for. I don't think you can cook the same thing for two people necessarily for the same outcome. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. What what one of my inspirations, you know, I, I started cooking at a very young age, um, and uh, like water for chocolate um, was this movie, and it was at one point the woman was broken hearted, and she made a um, she made a chocolate mole sauce that made everybody cry, and and uh, I've I've always been of the mind that that you can transfer your own energy into the food you're creating. Um, you know, so whether it's a red sauce or whether it's, you know, a seafood dish or a soup, you know, that, that if you if you, you hold, you know, especially when it comes to intimate and romantic, if you, you hold oh those gosh, thoughts yeah. in your head and you, you, you think about, you know, you, you think about the more intimate details of, of what you're trying to accomplish with your meal and, and, and you you put that, that, that kind of love into a, you know, or that kind of, you know, passion into what, what, what you're creating um, it's it's a probably a pretty good recipe for uh, success. So what at the happens end of the night. when I um, <laughs> what happens when you you're like so angry you're like pounding on you know kneading bread and you eat it? <laughs> hey, sometimes that's the best kind of tension that like you know that's that that creates you eat um, your frustrations. Out. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, any any specific things you guys are interested in cooking right now or? find particularly fun I, uh, right now it's truffles and croissants i guess truffles and croissants <laughs> i guess <laughs> see that's hot right there <laughs> <laughs> um, yes connoisseur um why it was a challenge yeah i, I guess i don't want to you know do just the same thing and you have to learn something you need to challenge yourself and you get the most understanding of how to do it by doing it mm-hmm I agree. And if you're looking yeah. for a date, I mean, this man's making <laughs> truffles at night and croissants in the morning. Well, uh, for people who don't know how to make <laughs> croissants, uh, how many layers do you make them with? Uh, I, I've been doing like 128 layers. <laughs> yeah, so that's 120 layers. 
It's not butter and flour and, and butter, yeah, dough. And dough. Butter and dough. Butter and <laughs> Rolled dough. together. Then beautifully, and they came out really, really beautiful. It's a serious task. I mean, that's, you know, I, I, I went through college. I put myself through college baking croissant out in uh, Missoula, Montana. Um, and it really is. It's, you know, I'd sleep through class, but the teacher never <laughs> minded because I'd bring her a chocolate croissant. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I was like, well, all right, Petey's sleeping, but hey, look at this croissant. <laughs> I think chocolate croissants any day sounds yeah. like a perfect breakfast. I'm on a croissant kick right now. I don't know why. Probably, probably because I ate one of Noah's and I was like, oh my God, I need croissants now. None, none, nothing else has been that good though. But, uh, you know, I, I, th- I think we're going to get wrapped up here pretty soon. I just want to, you know, like if you haven't had an egg cream, if you don't know what it is or if you do and you're looking for someone that's going to treat you right, uh, come, come find us over at the pharmacy. And, uh, Seriously. And, uh, and, and we will treat you right. We'll, we'll satisfy that itch. <laughs> I know you will, and and you just love talking with people and meeting people and genuinely getting to know your neighbors. It's it's going to be fun. It's really going to be fun. You guys got to come by Brooklyn Pharmacy. Do you have a? Are you going to have a website or? Um, it, there's a blog spot. There's a blog. You can put yeah. pharmacy. You can put Brooklyn Pharmacy. Pharmacy with an F. At, at this point now, you can put it in Google and and. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll tell you more about it than than I even know. Good, good. <laughs> All right, so everybody has a starting off point for knowledge all right thank you so much guys um we should do this again um again this was pd freeman noah berland and uh, our friend kathy airway thank (laughs) you very much and thanks to everybody at heritage we'll see you next week have a good one all right take care